When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 31 days. 31 days. 31 days. 31 days. Until not only the anniversary of Renaissance, but the day that I will be seeing Beyonce oui. on tour. At MetLife Stadium. At MetLife Stadium. I went to MetLife over the weekend, mm. and I stood in the parking lot and started screaming. <laughs> I was screaming in the parking lot. My niece looked over at me and said, relax. You've been here before. But I got so excited. Like, I got chills in my body. I was like, oh, my God. She was like, it's not even today. Like, it's just not. But, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Come on now. That is, I cannot wait. I've been seeing clips. I saw the clip of Lizzo singing um, Church Girl mm. and with the drink in her hand, just like I, vocally. I was like, that is going to be me in a month. That is going to be me. I cannot wait. Did you? Did I send you the tweet about, I think I sent you guys that tweet. Uh, they had this billboard up, and it said something like, Concert Day Beyonce, Concert Day uh, Jay-Z, or somewhere in France or something like that. And it got people thinking that when she comes to the States, that it's not just going to be the Renaissance tour. It's gonna, it's gonna be on the run, um, part <laughs> part three. four, five, six, I seven. Now, I don't know if now's Keep the time that for shit. that. <laughs> Keep that, I, and I love me some Jay Z. Uh-huh. Keep that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. Do you think it's gonna be the same no. exact tour? No. Do you think? No. no. Do you think it's gonna be the same tour that's that's coming from Europe? Because usually, by the time she gets here from Europe, there's something that's a little bit different. I think what's going to be different are outfits for sure. She's going to decide. I think it's going to be a majority of the same tour, and I think we might get someone else popping out, maybe an opener. Mm, I don't think we're going to get an opener. I think we're going to get how she opened the show in so overseas. We'll get surprises. I think we might get a surprise here or there. Maybe we'll get Rumi Enser. Uh, I think um, it's too early for them. Is that Bloodline? And then no, no, <laughs> then no, no it's too early for them. It's a rice to passage. Blue just is not. Blue is turning ten this year. It's a right. No, she just turned ten. It's a rice to passage. It was like slow. She like slow your roll, kids. You know, but I I really hope. And if it's the same exact show that I've been watching these past um, month and a half, I do not care. I will enjoy every second. Oh, it's gonna be the anniversary show. We're getting features. We're getting surprises. We're getting Kendrick. We're getting Jay Z. You think? I think we're getting Destiny's Child. I've been to her concerts and seen all these people before pop up. So, anniversary show at MetLife? Believe it. Hopefully. You ready? Yep. Let's start the show. I've been been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. 
I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to your July 4th activities this holiday weekend. You can listen to this podcast on your way to enjoying your long extended weekend. Because I know I will. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way Podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How are you? <laughs> I'm feeling really good, blessed, happy to be here, alive in this space, in this time, um, in this midweek. Mm. I finished, unfortunately, finished Succession. Mm. I also began rewatching it. Um, so Succession will never be done in my eyes. That is one of the greatest shows I've ever watched. Mm. Um, and now I'm going to go to see other shows that's been on my list. Um, at the same time, I had a really good weekend with my, with my family. Um, I've been enjoying this beautiful weather, even though it feels like Miami up here. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm not even going to complain because this is my season. Like I love summer so much. Um, and yeah, I'm just, just happy to be here in this space. Um, I am, I, I was feeling pretty fatigued this whole week, but I feel like just, I have like a lot on my mind and so I'm waiting for the weekend so I can get to like decompress and really just sort things out. Um, and I'm going to do that as early as possible, like like Saturday, so then I can enjoy the rest of my few days off to like really enjoy it and process it before we go back into like corporate mode. Mm. How are you, Khalil? I'm doing well. KD3 is officially out, it streaming is, everywhere. It is, it is. It is release week. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm good. I put in a lot of sleepless nights. Put in a lot of sleepless nights last week. And, you know, it paid off. Still have a lot more work to do. But this week I just kind of get to, you know, catch up on what I need to catch up on. And just receive the love. And receiving the love online, on Twitter, in person, and Instagram, and Facebook. I really appreciate everybody for listening um, and, and streaming the project. It means a whole lot. It makes a, a big difference. Um, and you know, I'm just, I'm grateful, grateful, looking forward to performing and getting out there this summer and promoting it some more. And that's that the idol on HBO max, um, just max, right? Sorry, HBO <laughs> thing of the past. The children only know right. max now. Uh, I don't know why y'all are hating so much, really. So it, apparently it's only, it doesn't, it's been Season two has not been confirmed. Like, they're not doing season two. They're, not. they're only doing five episodes of this. And that's what Sam Levinson said that he originally meant, uh, intended was only five, not six episodes. And people have said it's because of low viewership, uh, bad, uh, low ratings, and bad reviews. I watch it. I don't know why everybody, as an actor, I don't know why everybody hating that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just because he's the weekend. And you're not used to seeing him act, and you probably may, a reason. You may have seen him do it a certain way, but I, I enjoyed it. I think it's good. But yeah, other than that, I'm doing great. You ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at. On the Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week, we've got Business is Business by Young Thug, Koi 
by Coyle Ray, Central City by Big Frida, and KD3 by Khalil Daniel. This week for my first project, I had Bidness is Bidness by Young Thug, who's from Atlanta, Georgia. This is his 15th solo studio album. 15! And some of the producers on this project were uh, Metro Boomin. The main producer was Metro Boomin. He also has his own version of the album that's on streaming services. There's Business is Business, and then there's Business is Business, the Metro version. Yeah, that one recently came out. Word. Uh, Wheezy, as in Wheezy out of here. I used to think that that was Lil Wayne's tag, and he was producing records now, but it's not. (laughs) And uh, Des Wright, Aviator Keys, and London on the Track, to name a few. The features on this project, whew, Drake. Future, 21 Savage, Travis Scott, Lil Uzi Vert, B Slime, Lil Got It, and Nate Ruest. I mean, when you have features like that, how can you lose? Okay. It's yours to lose, actually, if you do. And, and I don't think he did. Um, In terms of this project, man, these albums being made from jail nowadays, they sound good as... <laughs> okay? I don't know if you remember... uh uh. You remember Shine mm-hmm. on the Keisha Cole, I Changed My Mind? Yeah. You can clearly tell that he's in jail. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell. If, listen, I don't know if this album was made while he's there right now. I think it was a combination was, probably of both, of like probably like older songs that he was going to release before. And recorded before mm-hmm. he went in. Okay. But either way, the sound quality sounds A1. Right. Uh I quite enjoyed Brother Jeffrey. I enjoyed Brother Jeffrey on this this time around. I remember listening to his solo album, one of his solo albums around 2016. I think it was Jeffrey that came out. And I just didn't get it. I just didn't right. get it. Right, I remember you were like that, yeah. I just didn't get it. And maybe now my ear has just become more accustomed to, to the rap singing. But I didn't mind it at all this time. Um, he starts off the album. He melodically sets the album off with Drake, who has the first bars on, on Parade on Cleveland. And you can't go wrong with that. Back in like 40 days, 40 seconds. Back in at the back end, like I'm trapped in. Actually, I've been trapped in, but I took a black. The Beverly Hills, now she white, like a Jackson. After we folk told her friends, bitch, racking. Made a jail call to your bitch, say you down. You a bug in the grass, gonna get ate by my cow. I'm just living my life on a jet, round, round, two. With me, one white, the other one Bobby Brown. Business is business. It automatically brings you in, and you can't go wrong on that. Um, I also love the songs Uncle M, like since for Uncle Murder, Oh You Went, featuring Drake, <laughs> Want Me Dead, featuring 21 Savage, <laughs> and then also Hellcat Kenny, featuring Lil Uzi Vert, who had the funniest line, I think, on the whole album. <laughs> it's very crass. He said, he said, she told me to pee in a crack. I looked at her crazy because I ain't never did that. Mm, like yes, that. And then he said, but then I tried it and we did that. It mm. was like, what? <laughs> he listened what? to. But it was exactly. still. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed this project, though. I thought it was, um, I thought it was a good reflection of where hip hop is right now. And I'm, I'm with it. Mm. Oh, why that fade? Because peeing her crack and enjoying that. Uh, that was crazy. I <laughs> said, so what did you just say? 
That's Uzi, though. Oh, Not does his name really stand for Lil Lucifer? Is it yes, Lucifer? that's how it's supposed to be. That's the only it's thing Lucifer. I just can't get with that. Why we glor? Why are we? Why are we glorifying the devil? I thought it was based on a gun, like you know, a Uzi. Sure, it can go either way. Uh, no. <laughs> Not like a disappointed feature skit, like aw. <laughs> for our first project this week, I had Koi by Koi Lorray. She's from Hackensack, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and she is signed to Republic and Uptown Records. This is her second album, actually. Koi Lorray released her first album, Trendsetter, back in 2022. That's when she had the singles like Blick Blick um, with Nicki Minaj. Um, and that wasn't actually the first time I heard of her. I heard of her back in 2018 with this song called Huddy. And... I remember that's when she had a style of like her braids and she was just like bouncing around, hopping around, similar to what she's doing now, but I think now she's more like mature. But I was like, this girl is fun. She raps like I like her, you know? So now we have her second studio album, her self-titled album, actually. So prior to listening to this album, I had some thoughts. I was like, all right, I heard one of the singles. I heard a few singles. Um, separately and I'm like this sounds like she's just sampling and sampling and sampling and I'm like if I hear this project is it just gonna be a bunch of samples like do I want to hear that like where's the originality I take all of that back Mm. it works Mm. it works it's catchy it gets stuck in your head in a good way and it's good music let's start with the song players Um, when that got released I was like okay cool because girls is players too too. and i was like all right okay okay and the more you listen to it and Mm. the more you listen to even the lyrics the simplicity the fun record like i'm like oh this just works Mm. it works once it went viral on tiktok for like a sped up version i was like you got me already Mm. um i had a few favorites from here bops was another one that i really 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 enjoyed bitch girl which sampled like you're a rich girl I love that one as well. Make My Day with with Coyle Ray and David Guetta. I was like, first of all, first of all, David Guetta on a song mm-hmm. with Coyle Ray? How's this going to work? The like the pump, pump the jam sample. Mm-hmm. It, it fit. The glue. It fit. It, all it fit. Together. It fit. The samples work in her favor. That is her. I don't know if that's like specifically her thing. I don't think so. Because she does have songs that she doesn't use a sample on. But it works. It just works. it with Saucy Santana is a fun record as well. Mm. Um, I really, really like that. She did Radioactive with Skilly Bang, which is a good record. Um, 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 Skilly Bang. Yes. Um, he's from, he's from, I think he's Jamaican. Mm. Or he's from the UK. One of those two. Um, I also enjoyed um, My Body, Get Loud. Coilere is a really good lyricist. I feel like her records and her lyrics are fun. I feel like they get the, the point across, but also in a, a cool, sexy way. I love it. I love what she's doing for 
for women who rap nowadays, and I oh, fucks yeah. with it. We'll talk about her with BET the Awards performance, yeah, right? For sure. Um, this week for my second project, I had Central City by Big Frida. You already know <laughs> you you know I was gonna do that. <laughs> Yes, baby. <laughs> Who's from New Orleans, Louisiana. This is actually only her second album. She's had a lot of singles. Mm-hmm. And that last project, the last song she did with Lizzo was, was her second EP. But this is her second album. Right. And the features on here were Kamaya, Kelly Price. I love mm. the features on this project. Kamaya, Kelly Price, Lil Wayne, mm. that New Orleans love was real, a Boyfriend, Ciara. I haven't heard Ciara on a song in a minute. Uh, Sonye, Faith Evans, and the Soul Rebels. Um, the producers on this project were Gold Glove, Sir Nolan, Western, Black and Mild, and of course, Manny Fresh. Mm. Um, Frida did it again. Just big, big, big energy. There's no way that you can ever hear Frida and not want to dance. Hello. Um, it felt very cash money-ish with the energy and the New Orleans sound is strong with this one um, some of my favorite songs on here were the beginning one Central City uh, Central City Freestyle love that one uh, she just like I said if you're ever feeling down that's why her and Lizzo just work so well together exactly if you're feeling down you put on Frida you not if you still sitting down after that feeling down is you like mm-hmm. Um, then I also like the second song or the third song, Big Time, featuring Kamaya. Like I said, you could, uh, you could, I could automatically tell. I, she didn't even have to say it. She said it, but I was like, I can tell Manny Fresh is on this. And she said, Manny Fresh, Shauna B. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Um, there's so many quotable, funny lyrics in this project. One of them stands out in particular is the song Throw It Back, where she says, I need to see a whole lot of ass everywhere. Lord, Lord. It works. <laughs> it works. It works. We're trying to have fun. Like. I need to see a whole lot of ass It was perfect. And then one of my other favorites was, um, what's this song with Kelly Price? Was Motivate You with Kelly Price. Uh, just the, just the, it was simple, but the melody was, it, 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 told, it went somewhere. It told a story. I love the way Kelly Price was singing on there. El Nino featuring Lil Wayne. I love that Lil Wayne will, will combine with Frida. $100 Bill featuring Ciara. When I listened, I said, it, it first started, it starts with her. I said, is that, is that, who's, that's Ciara. And I mm-hmm. looked in the credits like, that is Ciara. And then um, Bitch You Want featuring Faith Evans. Faith got out of her gospel bed. She stepped out the church and she got back into the streets and she said, I'm the bitch you want. Oh, okay. And she was just talking spicy and harmonizing with it as well. I just, I loved it. I loved it. For my second project this week, I had KD3 by our very own Khalil 
Daniel. Straight out of Teaneck, New Jersey. You might know him as the other voice on this podcast. Hello. Everyone, welcome Khalil. <laughs> welcome Khalil to our interview portion of the weekly playlist. Well, hello, Miss Wendy Williams. It's so nice to be here. With you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's jump into this. Okay. The title, KD3. Yeah. It made me wonder because I was like, hmm, did I miss two? What happened there? How did this how did this come about? Yeah, you missed two. Yes. <laughs> two was called higher. But okay, so then explain. Explain to our listeners um the meaning behind KD three. Well, um word, thanks for asking. I think that so three is my favorite number. Mm-hmm. Um there were three songs on this project and it's my third E P. The first one was called The Rest of Your Life, which came out which came out in twenty thirteen. That turned ten on Sunday actually. Wow. Um then higher. There was a bunch of singles in between that. My second EP, then Higher, came out in 2018. And now here we are with number three. Uh, my third EP called KD3. I always I always kind of wanted like a, a project with just a number. Kind of like mm. how Brandy had B7. Right. Beyonce had four. I was like, what well, if I would do that, I would do that with my favorite number, which is three. And it just seemed to fit. Nice, nice. I like that. Okay. All right, so let's get into it. First track. I'm scared. I don't know what she's about to ask you me. You know nothing. I, do, you know I haven't nothing. seen anything, so Good. here we go. Good. First track. There better be questions all the <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna lose you. Yeah. All right. So hearing this record from when you were like in the process of finishing it to now has been such a journey. Um, to me, this record's fun, flirty, romantic, joyful. Can you first explain the name change? Yeah. Because when I first played, before playing it, I was like, well, while listening to it, I was like, I've heard this song before. But now the song has a new meaning to it. So why? When I started making that song, it was during COVID. And I wasn't rushing myself. Like, I think a lot of people think that artists took that time to just start cranking out a whole bunch of different songs. Right. And for a lot of people, that's not what it was about. It was like the whole world slowed down. And so it was a time for us to kind of slow down, too. And I took a while making that song. And I realized that I knew my next go around. I just like the the way I look at songs and albums is I'm all about the live show. And so each song is just more of a something to add to the gumbo of the live show. Mm-hmm. So I know I have a couple of fast ones, but the majority of my songs are like mid-tempo and almost ballads. And it was like, so I need to add something in there, a couple in there that will just speed it up even more to give me more variety. So I knew going into this that I wanted to create something up-tempo. So I just remember taking my time, like first with the synth on there and then just adding the layers. The lyrics came last and... When I originally came with the lyrics, the lyrics take so long is is in there. Right. And it had been, let me see, I hadn't come out with my, my EP was, higher was in 2018. This takes so long, originally came out in 2021. 
So it had been a minute. Right. And COVID in between. And I was like, you know, it was kind of like a play on words. Like, I'm sorry that told the girl in the song, sorry for taking so long. Also the audience, sorry for taking so long. I was just in that like space. I was in that playful space. But I'm an artist and I'm sensitive, sensitive about, about my shit. shit. Got it. And I also have the right to change my mind. Okay. And so I, I take so long was cool, but it just didn't kind of come off the tongue as easily. Uh, it didn't flow out as easily. I didn't think it quite sounded all the way like an R&B song. Mm-hmm. I love Ryan Leslie. Ryan Leslie has a song called Never Gonna Break Up. And I right. was like, I can, and but I do say never gonna lose you in the song you do. repeatedly. And I was like, I had flirted with those two ideas and I said it would take so long. But as I listened to it more and more, I was like, I'm gonna go with Never Gonna Lose You. And that song actually, I felt like I, it didn't get, people were concerned with COVID. I don't know how much people were looking at music and all like that. Right. But I was like, this is a really good song. I'm proud of this once it came out. And I was like, it deserves another push. And so that's why. And I knew nice. in sequence of an album, it would sound good. Now, Never Gonna Lose You and Love Supreme are back to back. It follows a certain, you know, a similar theme to it, you know, with the like like fun, happiness. Like it, it's a joyful. These are joyful songs, especially like Love Supreme, um, even the title. Um, can you explain the inspiration that you pulled in order to create a song such as love supreme don't be getting all up in my personal business okay right. let the the music speak for itself no i'm not telling you tea. all of that okay tea. Need that tea. <laughs> um love supreme was just like you know girls require a lot from from guys right in order to be their partner um nowadays i feel like it's, it's especially like it's a little bit different than it was back then there's a little bit more of a financial requirement there's more of a of a you know transparency requirement there's more of a respect requirement and Mm -hmm. i think that that's great i also think that certain things not everything but certain things have to go the other way as well so it's like if you're going to require all this from me if i give it to you are you going to the lyrics are if i gave you a love supreme would you keep me a, a, a would you even see it right Like, you're requiring all this, so if I do it, I feel like sometimes there's an entitlement when it comes to relationships. People think they're owed certain things, and it's mm-hmm. like, just, just take a moment and, like, you know, recognize what you're, what I'm giving you. I'm recognizing what I have so that we can really appreciate it. And it's just like, you know, if I do this, will you reciprocate? Mm. Um, and that just manifested in a verse, a chorus, a verse, and a bridge. Um yeah, Love Supreme, and then, like, something about Never Gonna Lose You as well, like, the beginning. It felt kind of like, the, the it felt like the dance part, with the, the synth. Something about it felt kind of like Bay-ish, Bay Area-ish to me. Like, right. Like, it felt, it had that kind of jam. So something about that kind of carried over into the next thing um, with the production. And the uh, I'm just a synth guy, and I was trying to find ways. I bought a talk box. I bought the wah 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 mm-hmm. wah during the during the COVID. Thank you, Joe Biden and, and Trump for them Trump for the stimulus check. Right. And I bought this synthesizer, 
And those are two things that I've always wanted. I always thought that that was like an amazing sound to have in music. And I knew that this was my chance to really show out. So the track itself was just pretty bare. It starts with just the piano. That's it. And then you just build the other stuff around it. And it gave me a chance to just find and fill in all the holes. Um, Oh, oh! I thought you were saying that. Like, pause. I, gave, I was okay. <laughs> gave me a chance to, to just plug in all the all the missing places with the synth, and I allowed myself room. Um, and it was just, I think that I think that that song came out with some as R and B gold. Man, I'm really really proud of that one, especially right. the end. Especially the end. That was one of the moments where I didn't. I was just recording. I didn't expect it, and it was like, and I, I was like, I need something else here. Smoke a little weed. And I was like, if I gave my love and it just flowed I was like keep that you know mm. you, you know sometimes when you create magic and I was like it was, it was cool Yeah, so now we get so now we're at God bless and goodbye. And before you continue your awesome line of questioning, like you've been doing, Wendy Williams Jr., <laughs> getting all up in my, uh, we got to bring in my co-collaborator, my producer, one of my co-producers on this project, someone that I always let. I don't release anything without first running it past this dude's ears. Mm. Known him since we were acting majors together at Howard University. And even then, we would just—that's where it started. We would go into each other's dorm rooms. I—I I was a producer. I was—I would play stuff. He had been producing. Went to the dorm rooms, and then we would just play stuff for each other back and forth. And his stuff was just so far advanced then that I knew I was in great company. So, without further ado, so glad to welcome to the show, Naki. Welcome, my brother. Welcome. Hey, welcome. man. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here finally on the show. Brother, thank you for those kind words. I really uh, appreciate it. I would lie. I mean, don't don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't true. I wouldn't say it. Uh, so, yeah, I'll let you continue. Please continue, Wendy. Thank you. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought this EP would have the same theme of, you know, like being in love and promising partnership with someone. But goodbye, God bless and goodbye made my head spin a bit. Like even the sequence of the record on this project was just like, whoa, this just didn't work out. Um, when it comes to songwriting, how do you make sure to capture the exact emotion you want the listener to feel when your music plays? Uh, well, this song in particular, songwriting, let's see. It was, it was, it, I wasn't necessarily trying to, capture a particular emotion mm. it was just more so taking situations and putting them on just writing you know what happened uh one of the keys i learned with songwriting is just how is to be succinct to hit them in the beginning grab them not say too too many words it's been a journey to learn how to do that not say too many words and then get to the chorus and make it something that that snaps that one honestly I woke up with that 
like I had played the, I remember being down here and I played the chords. Those chords came first, those electric piano chords. And sometimes I surprised myself. I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. All right, bro. And then I remember just waking up, like, I think I woke up with it. It was like, the melody came first. Mm. And then the words just started to fit. But then I realized as I put the track together, it needed something else. interesting <laughs> yeah that ain't the story he told me about that song but we're gonna keep it like that well yeah why don't we <laughs> without saying too much just letting the music right. speak for itself without getting too you know too too messy and and, and too much in the weeds now naki i've heard that you and Khalil have been friends for many many years um mm. can you briefly ex- describe why do you continue to collab with this crazy, crazy Sagittarius next to me? Well, shout out to all the Sagittariuses. They're yeah, very right. creative, yeah. uh, right. very emotional beings. Um, okay. Khalil in particular, man, I tell him the story every time. We were acting majors and we were in uh, ETS, like a black box theater. And we had been talking about how we both did music and we wanted to play each other you know, our ideas. And he came in with this song, man. And he put it on the speakers. And I heard it and I was blown away. Khalil, what's the name of that song? It, it's gone through many names. When I was a child at five years old, my piano recital was called Fly. <laughs> and then, I don't know, what was it called? If I leave, I I forget the name of Doom. Yes, that song right there, one of the best songs I ever heard, man. His voice alone, I was just so, I was a fan Mm. since then. And I knew, like he just said about me, that, you know, I was in great company. You know, I hadn't considered myself a singer at the time. And I knew that this brother was somebody that I could learn from to develop that skill. And also on the production side, like I never fe- I never find myself to be a person who knows it all. I'm constantly in the pursuit of learning and how to make my situation better. And the sounds that he used, I just told him this the other day. I said, yo, you actually have a sound. Like there are people out there who are our age or younger or older still trying to develop their sound. But he's so consistent with the sounds that he uses and how he goes about putting the production together that I really admire that then. And I still to this day. So that's one of the reasons why I keep going back to this guy. You know, I still work with him. He's great. Nice, nice. If I if I can, the thing oh, about just let let me have that, okay? That's okay. no, that's fine. But I because I, I think you've got to move on. But one important thing to talk about for God blessing goodbye is when he talks about my sound. I've always been encapsulated by like I remember just going to church and and the the organist, the keyboardist, then Mark Brown. He came like he would have the organ, but then he came with his keyboard. This is like the '90s. And the keyboard, he would automatically go to those synth sounds. And when I heard synth, 
Something about synth, it just, I was like, oh, I said, oh, mm. that's music. Because Kirk Franklin would use it. Yeah. I was like, that's, now that's music. <laughs> and so I was all, every time I sat down to the keyboard, that's what I would always go to. And so that was my sound. But I knew for this song that that could work, but there was something else that needed to be added to it. And I was like, oh, I think an acoustic guitar on this would set it off. And you find this guy on campus. We'd be on campus. Naki just goes set up somewhere. And like he just took it upon himself like one summer. He's like, I'm going to learn acoustic guitar. He came back that school year. He just started carrying that guitar with him anywhere. Then he'd just go. It'd be like some real like, is this the 70s? Are you a hippie? Are you? Is this Jesus Christ superstar? You need some sandals. Like he would just sit on the, on the front porch. We call it the front porch, the front steps of the fine arts building. And just start playing. And then all these girls, just girls just start appearing. Just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just start singing with them. D- people, dudes, just start showing up. Be like, yeah, I like that, bro. Okay. Just start a whole jam session just off of him taking, having the, the nerve to take his creativity and just present it to people. And so that's how he's he's kind of like, he's kind of like babyface in that way, I think. Like, he's, he's guitar. Would you say you're guitar based? Like, would you say that about yourself? Um, not in my productions, but it, um, but coming up with songs like when you're just trying to come up with chords and stuff like that for yeah. the songs. Yeah, I would say that mm-hmm. he'll pull that guitar out, and I was like, I had a guitar that somebody gave me. It's it's normally I'm right-handed. It's for the left hand. I was like, I can't figure this out. I was trying. I was like, I can't do this. Let me call Nike, and I was just I told I heard the chords that I wanted. I played them on the piano. And then I sent it to him, and we had a couple back and forth about how to do it. And then he sent me back what I asked for. And I was like, God, I just thank you for putting this brother in my life. That was that. Nice, nice. Speaking of production, uh, when it comes to production in this song and in Never Gonna Lose You, um, what was your favorite part of that process? Honestly, it was incorporating the guitar for uh, God Bless and Goodbye because, you know, as a producer, there's certain things that you hear and there's certain things that you don't hear. Right. And I didn't necessarily hear a guitar on the track. So that's another reason why I like working with Khalil because he thinks like really outside the box. And when he said I wanted, he wanted guitar on this, I was like, really? And he played the chords. I was like, mm, I don't know if that works, man. He was like, man, just try it, brother. Try it. You know, Khalil, he's like, just try it. Can you just try it? So I tried to send it back to him. And like you said, we went back and forth. Um, But my favorite would have to be the synth work that Khalil does. I mean, his choice in choosing the synths are very specific to to him. I don't hear those synths in in popular music today. Um, Mm. So, and also working on the drums with him. (laughs) We go back and forth a little bit on the drums. He's an expert. um, I know I'm no I'm no expert, but well, you're my go you're my go to for like how does this sound for everything, but especially the drums, yes. Yeah, my but my favorite part would be uh, the sense in the in the drums, working nice. on that with him. Nice and never gonna lose you. We got to hear you rap, so now we know you do production, as well as you play an instrument or several. I play the guitar. I can fiddle around on the keyboard just because of my production background. I play a little bit, but I wouldn't say I'm a, you know, a keyboard player. 
He learning though. Go watch his YouTube. Go watch his Instagram videos. He be on there <laughs> bringing his piano lessons. He be playing them on Instagram, be getting hundreds of likes. I'd be like, "That's right, brother. You practice." Okay, okay. You practice. Okay. A little song, song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, okay. So, what made you want to get a verse on "Never Gonna Lose You," an actual rap? And what inspiration did you pull from that? Nice. Mm. So that song went through uh, many different stages. I think. Did I ask you to be on that or did you? Nope, nope. I'm going to save my part. I'm going to let you speak first, but nope. So I, I think I, how I it went you. was Khalil's, Khalil had a version of of this space that he had in the for the intro. And uh, I think, like you just said, he, he asked me to be a part of it. And I was contemplating if I should sing, if I should sing rap or if I should rap. And originally I sent him like a sing rap type thing because that's the kind of space I was in. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't really authentic to where I was emotionally, but mm. I liked it. I sent it to him. He said that he liked it, that it was cool. Um, and I think we sat with it for a few days and mm -hmm. I text you and I was like, yo, it's, I've been sitting with it, but I don't really like it. I feel like I can do something better. Mm. And so I was thinking of like this real... New York flow, like just me and where I'm from. Which and is where you from? Where you from? Where you from? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going through this with you right now. Why not? I'm Tell the people York. where you. Which, which part of New York? Where you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. B. I knew he was gonna say Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. By way of Queens and Long Island, holla, holla. <laughs> but, uh, no. So anyway, to, to keep it short, like you said. um, I sat with it. I didn't like it. And I was like, yo, where am I at? Really? Like he's, he's speaking about some real stuff in the song. I want to match that. I want to bring it up. I want to make it better. And I wrote this rap and I was, after I recorded, I was like, damn, I said, yo, that's it. I sent it to him. He was like, he called me. <laughs> he was like, bro, <laughs> that, that is, that's it. That's it. That's it, bro. Woo! I was like, okay. Yeah. That sounds like me. <laughs> Time is ticking, been fighting my intuition. Hitting 90 through the tunnel just to get outside that vision. Been caught up in the life, trying to build a better living. Success sucks when you got nobody to share with it. Thinking of our connection, the purity of our confessions. The many nights we laughed and the loving that's always special. And when we argue, I might spaz, but then you check me. And put me in my place, but it never feels like a lesson. And how you pull the best out of me like nobody else. I start to wonder if I even seen it in myself. Ask anybody about us, they know what we are. But when we get around us, do we even know what we are? You know the time you pray for something and you wait to get it. Preparation and blessing, this time I close the distance. Cuts from a diamond, the only pain that you'll take on. I know your mama asking why that boy takes so long. Nice, nice. I love that. For me, asking him to be on that song, for me asking him to be on that song was... He... Any project, like I said, any project that I work on, I always send it to Nike first. He's the ears. Like, he mixed the project. Uh, um, we mixed it together, but, like, I I trust him for that final that final sound. Two days. And, yeah, two days in L.A. Right. I Not was already... Time. Well, <laughs> shit. You crunch do, time. You work best in crunch time. That's when I do. <laughs> and um, I think it sounds pretty good. But he... I remember for that song... You know, like I always work with him on the last project, Higher, he, myself, and Rob, 
uh, we wrote Show Me, and our friend, my friend Steven Spencer produced it. Uh, even throughout that project, Naki was, you know, he's always a constant. And it's just like, Naki's a rapper, he's a singer, he has out, he has an album, he has singles out, he performs, we both do that together. I have some backup for him. You know, he supported me before. And it was just like, we have all this, you know, this synergy, but we don't have a song together. And it's mm. just like, how can we fix that? Right. So I came up, I made that song during COVID and I, you know, found the layers, sung on it and did all that. But I was just like, Missing something. It needs a rap. Who do I call? Duh! Mm. And it was just, it, it was, it fit. And now we have a song together. And now mm-hmm. it works. Wow. I love that collaboration. It's like yeah, your favorite PB and J. Yeah, man. Um, Toast it. Exactly. No, I'm allergic to peanut butter. I knew so he was going to mention both that. Y'all he could have just left that part out. He could have no. left it out. Like, No, I don't need nobody sending me no peanut butter talking about, great interview, here's a peanut butter for you. Send Khalil sunflower butter and jelly, like, you know. Yeah, or just, you know, you don't have to send me no food. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Nike. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Um, I loved hearing your music. Hope to hear more from you in the future. Um and yeah, any final words, Khalil? No, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this project. Thank you so much for streaming. Um, I hope that it's your soundtrack of the summer. Uh, my brother, it's it's always a pleasure to have you. That's one thing about Nike. He does not say the N-word. He, don't appre- he doesn't use the N-word, really. Like, sometimes you might catch him, but he don't really use the N-word. No, he'll nev- you ain't never heard me say that word. Mm. All right. See, they, I was wrong. You, he never says yeah, the yeah. N-word. So he always, that's the thing. Like, you always got to keep people around you who force you to be just a little bit better. You know, you have your moments. <laughs> but, but. She makes you better. I see that. Every week. Every week she does, of course. For five years. Five, almost going on six years now. Right. But, wow. uh, um, but yeah, that's one thing about him. So I always say, you know, thank you, my brother, my brother. Um, it's, no. it was great. It was great to have you. I was going to say, yeah. thank you both for having me on the platform. You guys are doing an amazing job. Um, Sylvie, nice meeting you. And Khalil, as always, my brother, great working with you. Uh, this won't be the last. I got a track I've been sitting on for a while. <laughs> I haven't sent you, but I'm going to send it to you soon. Send it. Nice. Nice. Send it. We'd love to hear. I sampled you, actually. Send it. Nice. Oh. I'm looking forward to hearing that. I've been sampled. Yeah. I've been sampled. Me. Gosh. Here we go. Nah, but thank y'all for the opportunity. Yeah, man. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the album I Love Stalker by T. Flea and Dom Kennedy. The Summer of Love by Raheem Devon. And for the singles, we had Spirit 2.0 by Sanfa, Beach Ball featuring Bia by Busta Rhymes, Get It Before by Moses Sumney, Jealous Guy by The Weeknd, Forever is a Thing by Keisha Cole, and Barbie World with Aqua by Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. We just chilling now, baby, yelling, yelling, yeah, yelling now. It's Barbie, bitch, if you still in doubt. And I'm bad like the Barbie. I'm a doll, but I still want to party. Pink bell like I'm ready to bend. I'm a 10, so I pull in a can. Like Jazzy, Stacy, Nikki. All of the Barbies is pretty. All of the Barbies is bad. It, girls, and we ain't playing tag. Barbie ain't nothing to play about. He want to play in the playhouse. The fuck they gonna say now? I'm watching these bitches, I'm rubbing a stain out. And now it's time for music news. What happened this week, Khalil? This year, mm, this week, the 2024 class 
of Hollywood Walk of Fame inductees was announced. Nice. Okay. And since we're in the music news section, I'll start with two musicians and then I'll transition. Brandy is getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's about time. Moat to the. Eat to, to the. Moat to the. And that character from I still know what you did last, <laughs> last summer. summer. All right, when we talk about black characters <laughs> in horror movies who didn't die. Who didn't die. She needs Brandy's to be in her and LL Cool J and Deep Blue Sea. Oh, I thought he didn't die in Anaconda. No, you're talking about Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so right. Those are three. <laughs> And J-Lo, if you're going to count, right. you know. I said black people. She just caught astray for no reason, Kyle. <laughs> uh, also, Tony Braxton yes. is also getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame while we're still talking. Like, thank you. Finally. You know? I can't believe Tony Braxton don't have no star. That's crazy. What is the requirement? Do you know? I don't know. Mm. Because it'd be some people who just appeared, like, who just had a big impact, like, five, yeah. six, seven years ago, and they already got stars. Yeah. Then you got other people who've been around for, like, 20-something years. I think it's more like that person's camp has to rally to, I think they have to, like, promote it to the, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, because they're the ones nice. who do it. Okay. And so I guess it's when your team decides to do it. Got it. Um, Dr. Dre is also receiving his star. Right, as controversial as some of those things may be, he's receiving a star. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this one right here. Angie Martinez yes. is receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. Like, well deserved. Well deserved. We're born in like 89, 90. We're those babies. So we've been around for Angie Martinez's whole hot 97 mm-hmm. run. And then her transition into Power 105. We've seen the whole thing. And this just feels like some hometown hero. Like It does. You better recognize Angie Marr because she is, she's that girl, man. She's I'm, very iconic. I'm so happy for her. I'm getting chills. Talk, I'm getting yes. bump goosebumps talking about this. Um, also, Cheryl the Lee, the Ralph, yes. is receiving her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So is Carrie Washington. <laughs> I am an endangered species. Don't put that in the show. That's why they went alive. Why not? I saw it. I saw it coming out your mouth. I had to do it. That's right. The endangered species herself is getting her star on the Walk of Fame. Why not? She said it. She said about herself. Olivia the Pope. The reason that the Hollywood, the last time we was on a writer's strike, you can say what you want, but the last time we was on a writer's strike was 2007 to like 2010. Television was horrible, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. They had laugh tracks on everything. The live studio audiences were taken out. And it wasn't until Shonda Rhimes, in my opinion, came back and wrote something original on ABC with Scandal, which set this whole era of network television and and movie stars coming to do TV and the writing the scripts like matching like HBO kind of mm-hmm. kind of caliber. I think it all started with Carrie Washington as Olivia Pope in Scandal, yes. and I'm so glad that she's getting. She needs more, but that's my summer. girl Chanel from Save the Last Dance. Those who've seen that movie, they know. They know. We were here together watching Scandal yes. the night that that Beyonce dropped self title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Chadwick Boseman. Nice. The Chadwick Boseman nice. is getting his posthumous star. Otis Redding. Oh, okay. 
Carl Weathers, who plays Apollo Crews uh, in the in the in the uh, not Creed movies. What is in, in the uh, the Rocky movies? The Rocky movies, yes. Who's in the Mandalorian? He's he's getting his star, and uh, I think yeah, I think I covered everybody. Chadwick, Tony, Brandy, Otis, Cheryl, the Endangered Species, uh, Lee Ralph, Carrie Washington, Angie, uh, Carl Weathers, and Andre, Dr. Dre Young. And then there's other white people, but, you know, we only talk about the black people right now. We really do. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to all of you. Mm, can't wait to see it. I hope they tele- televise um, some of these. I don't think they do. I feel like they just show the, we see the pictures afterwards. We see the pictures and, yeah, they don't really televise it. And it's like it. people's, like, phone clips. Yeah. Yeah. So this past weekend, we saw the 2023 BET Awards. Yeah. Um, I will always watch the BET Awards. There's nothing. There's nothing about it that's going to be like, oh, whether people can critique it. It's going to be ghetto. What's going to be this? It's going to be that. I need to see that. It's the black. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not missing a moment. I need to see it. I'm going to be entertained. I think. For it's the Black Family Barbecue it's of the, the summer. It's the Black Family Barbecue. That's how we set off it's, the summer. It's fun, and I I will always I will always catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, we are going through the the writers' strike, so people were hating. I they, really it was thought kind, it, it was so, slightly different this year, with no no host, no host, and no writers. No, they, they, they had right. some. Somebody was writing. Something. Somebody was doing something. Um, that that did kind of work. There were a few kinks here and there, but it's the BT Awards. Like you're gonna expect that. Like I was with family. We were kind of lit celebrating my uh, little cousin's birthday, and uh, like the adults were lit, <laughs> and like we were just cutting the rug, dance. We already had the music going. We had like the vibes going. So mm. then we turned that on, and it was just. I thought it was a great time. Yeah, yeah. I think it was cool. It was fun. Um, I want to talk about some of the performances. Um, Lil Uzi came out and um, shook his hips a lot. Um, Davido descended from the stage. <laughs> Davido performed the songs I wasn't really familiar with, but that was good. I loved Ice Spice's performance. Um, I love how they did the whole set, looking like a Bronx bodega, and and in the six train, it, everything was just amazing. There. It was, it was. I think that she was looked polished. I thought that she was like better than her other performances. She's getting much, much, much better. From I was like, oh, I'm in, perform. I'm yep. in. And her set looked. People were saying her set looked like Cardi's, but then Cardi's set looked like somebody else's from like the the nineties. I think they showed. They're from New York. Like they let mm-hmm. them let them use the the bodega. And I the, love that. They let them use it. The street. Right, go ahead. Coco Jones performed and sang oh. beautifully. I will always, always, always love me some Coco Jones. I go up for that girl. So always. Glorilla came out and, and she, she did one of her new and, songs. I'm sorry. Well, and Coco won the first award of the she night. She did. She did. For best she did. new artist. Glorilla came out and did one of her new songs as well. Um, I liked her set. Um, I thought it was fun. Um, I also enjoyed the tribute to hip hop throughout the whole show. Thought it was great. Um, I I did not know they were going to extend it through the whole entire show. Because they did more than the Grammys had did. Because that's the, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the and thing. The Grammys had their, I, theirs was so good. It was so good. It was like, BET, how are you going to clear this bar? And they were like, we're going to take you. The only thing, I, the only critique I would say about that part of the show is I wish they started from one side of the map and went like across. Like, I mm. wish they would either start in the West and then go like, you know, across and end it in the East or something. Because I felt like they kept on going back and forth, like East, West, down South. Up north, this that, that is that. So I get it, and I also feel like I kind of wanted them to go in kind of eras. 
that's what specifically, I think it, but it didn't really do that. It kind of went back and forth a lot. Okay, I thought it was chronological, like they were going from like the beginning of hip hop and then going no. to like they just did different. They, it, yes and no, because but I I do like how they recognize even the reggae era and hip hop, and I love that. Shout um, out to uh, shout out to Mocha Podcast colleague, Mocha Podcast Network colleague Yo Yo, who got up there and did her. Yes, thing. yes, yes. Um, and I, I also feel like they did miss out on like some artists such as like, you know, I mean, Master P called it out when he came to present, present an award. What did he, he say? He was like, basically, like, you know, No Limit put like hip hop on the map, which, you know, his opinion. But they didn't they didn't do cash money. They didn't do a little, you know, so mm. I feel like they were missing a few people. But who knows as to why the reason of stuff that like, was. They seem, same with the Grammys. Even when you do stuff like that, there's always, always going to miss some, some, yeah. yeah, There's always going to be something. Grammys missed out on having Will Smith. Um, they sure did. First rapper to win a Grammy. He should have right. been up in there. He slap or no slap. Slap or no slap. Um, <laughs> I feel like my two favorite moments of the night was definitely, definitely, definitely um, Quavo and Offset coming oh, out and so performing. Dope. Unexpected. I love how it wasn't introduced. That was when it was like, okay, no host to introduce this. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was surprised. Mm-hmm. When I heard... Um, um, Quavo and Takeoff song. At first, I was like, "Why are they playing this song?" And who's coming out? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, "I see two men." I got goosebumps. I right. was like, "Ain't no way, man!" They came together, did a beautiful, um, like slight Migos reunion. It and it, they had like the rocket going off in the back to represent Takeoff. I thought that was really creative. I love how they had him in the back too. Mm-hmm. It was just sad, sad. It was a, it was a. A bittersweet performance, it but TLC I TLC vibes, post-left eye, man. It's yes, just sad. Yes, it's yes, like it'll never yes. be the same It'll again. never be the same, but, you know, I love how they, they came together even for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Oh. What, 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 what award was this? Lifetime Achievement. Yeah. Busta Rhymes, you see, the Lifetime Achievement Award, got up there, preached to us for a Good 15 to 18 minutes. They told him he had two. Well, they, they told him he had two. He said, I got two minutes, and I'm going to give y'all 22. That's right. I appreciate all of it. Have you ever seen a black caveman? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what, Buster? I said, now, where you going with I this loved party? it. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it. that spoke to people like us, like 90s, you know, early, end of 80s. 90s babies who grew mm-hmm. up listening to Busta, like, yeah, I was like four. But, of course, I knew who Busta Rhymes was. Mm-hmm. Um, was a little bit shocked and, and frightened by him and his appearance back then. But I didn't know who he was. His music was impactful Yo, and everything. I was like six or seven, and I went to the Bad Boys. My dad was working. My father was working for Arista at the time. So we went to the Bad Boy and Family Tour mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden. I remember being scared out of my mind when yeah. Busta set came. He came out of a skull. And he just stood with them crazy locks. And he just started. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then he kept going. I was like, this is cool. (laughs) (laughs) This is cool. It's impactful. Busta deserved it. He deserved it. I did not know he was going to do a whole performance after that. That surprised me. But the performance was a killer. He did a really, really great job with Slip Star. He brought out artists such as Coyle Ray, who performed as well. And she had her outfit on with with, with, uh, that was honoring every woman in rap like, like past current and, and current and, 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 and it's just amazing i love that mm-hmm. bia came out and did the song with buster yeah like i loved it. i know bt was looking like buster you are gonna give us get us a fine the fact that you are running this time but 
It was amazing. Run it up. <laughs> it was amazing. Because he don't get his flowers the way he, he deserves. Don't. Even at first, I was like, why are we giving it to Busta? And I was you had like, to think about it. Let me shut the hell up. You had to think about leaders of the new school. Uh-huh. Think about, like, you know, this is this is long. This is this this should have happened a very long I mean, time ago. We, did, we didn't know who was going to get We looked at Wikipedia last week and it said it was going to be Nobody knew anything about these It said it was going to be T.I. and, and Lil Boosie. Look, nobody knew anything <laughs> about these. It, it sure did. Nobody knew anything about BET Awards. And this is why writers are so important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun award show. I would definitely love to see it every single year. On the way, listeners, tell us your favorite moments from the 2023 BET Awards. Tweet us in On the Way Weekly and let us know we're gonna go. And we'll be right back. Just to take it slow. Working all night and now I need a Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? Well, this week it was announced that Angela Bassett will receive an honorary Oscar okay. at the 2023 Governor's Awards uh, from the Academy of Motion Pictures of Arts and Sciences. Uh, it was announced on Monday. And I am so happy for her. Congrats. I also feel some kind of way. Not exactly. because of her. And I feel like this will always kind of, I don't, I don't, mm, by saying it, I don't want to taint her Oscar. She more than deserves. You can go back to the episode back in October, November, where it's titled Angela Bassett is getting an Oscar. Or that was the name of one of the clips. Because it was just so obvious to me after watching Wakanda and her being nominated as the first Marvel actress to be nominated for an Oscar. And then seeing the other performances that she was nominated against, that hers was the best. Right. No disappoint, no, you know, God, uh, 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 no disrespect to Jamie Lee Curtis. Not that she doesn't deserve, but in that group, her performance, there was another person in her own movie who did better, had a, had a, a, a stronger performance, in my opinion, and that than, was a fact. than Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Sue. So Angela Bassett has been deserved since 1992 or three when she was nominated for What's Love Got to Do With It. Thank you. And the fact that she didn't get it again this year just sucked. But the fact that the Oscars and the... the the thing is, people say, you know, how come they didn't just give it to him, to him this time? Because when you get an Oscar, just like it's all the people who are in the uh, Academy of Motion Pictures, the they vote on it, like the different members. This is just a decision that's handed down from like the uh, the administration, okay. administrative side of it. They don't have to vote on it with all the rest of the actors and directors and the everybody else who's nominated producers this is just an administrative thing that they give away once a year because they know that she should have been deserved it and so right. i can appreciate that they're making the corrective step and doing what needs to be done because angela bassett should not for the sake of art for the sake of acting for the like for the sake of acting at all 
Angela Bassett does not need to leave, not that she's going anytime soon, need to leave this earth without having an Oscar. And if y'all have the opportunity to give her one, you should have been did it. So, you know, I'm glad. I just wish that the voters this year would have not been political and done the right thing. I agree. Um, I would just add to that and say that I feel like this award is one of those like, okay, 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 we heard you, so we're going to give her something. You know, it feels to me like, all right, she still gets to win anyway. Like, here's a prize. Like um, a consolation. Right, you know, and, and I don't want to do that to her. And Oscar. I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Um, to me, it just feels like that. Um, but it's Because okay of y'all, not because of her. Right. It's okay, because God always has something bigger. He so. sure does. He sure does. So the Governor's Awards will be held in L.A. this year on November the 18th. This week for my Queen Spotlight, I want to shout out um, the beautiful and talented Edwidge Danticat. Um, she is Say the name again. Edwidge Danticat. No, I, I believe you. I'm just, I, I've never heard, I mean, like... You got to. You can't just growl past that like that's from <laughs> Edwidge Danticat. Yeah. Go ahead, Miss Edwidge. Um, she has been selected as the winner of the 2023 Penn Malamud Award for Excellence in Short Story. Oh. Um, it was since given in the honor of the late Bernard Malamud, and the award recognizes writers who have demonstrated exceptional achievement in short story form. Um, so the Ceremony is going to be held later on this year, but shout out to you, my beautiful sister, my also my fellow Haitian sister, um, and congratulations for winning this beautiful honor. On the way, listeners, who else do you think deserves honorary Oscars? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day to face. Cause I don't be waiting for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Don't stop fighting. Even when it doesn't make sense and you're not sure how you're going to get out of those circumstances, keep pushing because we are deserving of great things, y'all. So I got that quote from Coco Jones um, when she was accepting her BET award. And it spoke to me. Um, even though she was specifically speaking um, about certain people at the time, but the quote still spoke to me because it's true. Like, you can get discouraged so easily, even when things aren't working out and you're really determined to make it happen. But you just have to listen to that small voice that's telling you, please don't stop ever, 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 ever fighting. Don't stop trying. Don't, Don't just give up. Like, you're deserving of what you are trying to get through, too. So I I love that. I take that as inspiration all the time. Yeah. I mean, like we were talking about with Nike, with Nike this week. I mean, uh, my first project came out. My first project turned 10 on Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's 10 years ago. 
and I just look back at what I put out then as to what I put out now and there's just growth and I'm so excited for what's to come from what I put out from what I'm so excited from what's to come from this project I feel like it's some of the best R&B that I've put out like each time the goal is to get better and better right and I feel like this is the best that I've ever had to offer and I feel like something has to happen and even if it doesn't I've had to ask myself even if nothing happens after this are you gonna stop it's like no I've heard too many stories of just continuing to keep pushing and pushing even when you're doing great that that breakthrough is like right there and something in me is just committed to doing that like even if you know if this isn't the biggest break that I want to have that comes out of this I know I have even more music this it's pushed me to a point where I've I know that the I'm excited. I started on some other songs and I'm mm-hmm. excited for the greatness that's going to come out of there. And I just can't stop. And so I'm just excited to be on this journey again and see where it leads. Amen. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K A H L I L X D A N I E L. You can find me on the Facebook at facebook.com slash KXD music. You can find all my music streaming, including my newest project, KD3. On the Apple, the title, and the Spotify. And you can find everything else on my website at KhalilDaniel.com. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice to everyone this week is have fun, stay hydrated, and please make sure to get a lot of sun if you can. Um, if you're in the East Coast, I'm, he- I'm hearing that the smoke is coming back. I have so. not seen no videos <laughs> of the smoke from Canada. So. I think something's going on. I haven't seen no videos, no pictures of the wildfires in Canada. What is the government doing? What y'all doing? So hopefully um, you do know. get out. Um, don't forget to mask up and um, you're going to have smoke going off and fireworks this weekend at the same time. <laughs> what y'all trying to do to us? Stay safe this weekend, y'all. Put your mask on, y'all. Right. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash on the way pod and on our websites at mochapodcastsnetwork.com slash on the way and instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share an episode or two, or even the whole entire show, with a friend. We're streaming on... We're not screaming. No. Well, sometimes. We're streaming on all podcast streaming apps, such as Apple, Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Google, and many more. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go stream that. Go run it up. And we will see you next week. Happy Fourth of July. Bye. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind.